Welcome to the Feel Her Awesome Show. I'm your host, Jess. I'm a wife and a mama, and like you, juggling all the things like work and misbehaved but really cute dogs. I'm a sports dietitian and empowered eating coach. I am obsessed with nutrition science and helping you crank up the volume on your body's biofeedback and turn down the noise on diet culture. Let's pivot your relationship with food and your body from distrust to a confident bond with a deeper definition of what makes you beautiful. Strap on your seatbelt, sister, because empowered eating will change your life. Welcome to the show, friend. I'm so glad you're here where we are talking about why you should wear the swimsuit. Anyways, most of us are putting on these suits this time of year. And I, I've heard very few women say like, I feel amazing. It's just not the natural narrative. And you know what? If it is you though, if you're one of those ones that feels awesome, I just want to give you a little audio high five here and tell you to keep up the amazing work. But if you're not, you are not alone. And I want to start today's show by talking about a friend of mine named Carrie. A few years ago, Carrie came to me and honestly, she was one of the most beautiful women I had ever seen. She had this like thick to die for gorgeous blonde hair. Her face was incredibly like proportioned, you know, like one of those just like perfect faces with a movie star cute nose. She had these womanly curves that someone like me with a sporty figure could honestly like kill for. (laughs) She was just this beautiful, beautiful woman. Her style was on point. And when I met her, I felt this calmness when she was in the room, like beyond just what she looked like. She had this very like natural calming sense about her that added to her beauty. Carrie was also a woman who was in a larger body. Now, being in this field, I have learned that you can assume nothing, absolutely nothing about a person's health based on her body size. So naturally, I didn't think much of her size other than, you know, appreciating it. But Carrie did. It broke my heart because as I got to know her, she started to share with me the depth of her body image insecurities. I cried with her when she shared with me that she wanted to hide her body. She didn't you know, she had a hard time working out because she was too embarrassed to walk into the gym. So she felt super stuck. Her husband of about 11 years at the time was wonderful. She had nothing but wonderful things to say about him, but she was so embarrassed to be naked in front of him that their intimacy was really suffering. She was afraid of getting older because if she felt this awful in her body now, what was going to happen as she really started to age? So worst of all, worst of all, in Carrie's mind, Summer was coming up, and once again, she knew the moment was going to present itself where her two younger boys said, Mama, are you going to swim with us? She didn't want to say no this year, but she didn't know how to say yes. So enter the lifelong battle of woman versus swimsuit. It is truly a battle as old as time, and while most of us could agree that in the grand scheme of life, trying to fit our body into a swimsuit in the unforgiving light of those nasty dressing rooms. It sucks. It's no fun. But in the grand scheme of life, like it's not, it, it can't compare to things like having enough food or clean water. Like we get it. We can put it in perspective. But at the end of the day, there are women out there who just don't. They don't wear swimsuits. They don't go to the beach. They don't go to the pool. They basically forego summer because they don't like the way they look. Now, I'm not here today to change your opinion of your body. That's a different conversation. But what I do want to do today is invite you to reconsider how you're responding to this feeling and how we unpack this resistance. Because a lot of times we feel that resistance and we just stop and that's it. We just don't. But today I want to invite you to lean into that and see if there's anything we can learn from it. 
If you're one of these women that doesn't like totally love your body, you wish it looked a little bit different, there's some things I want to say. Like, number one, I love and appreciate the body positivity movement. I think it's incredible how the narrative is starting to shift, especially in the media and social media, that there are bodies of all different shapes and sizes. But one of the elements that I think is missing from this movement is it's almost portrayed, at least to me, like when I was looking through this stuff, it's almost portrayed that body image is a switch. Like we go from loving our, or not liking our body to loving it. It's one or the other. And when I looked at it that way, it gave me this hopeless feeling. And I remember like being in the dressing room, trying on a swimsuit, going, why can't I just love my body? You know, getting frustrated with myself that I couldn't flip that switch. And there is so much more in between body bullying and body love or body empowerment. In the Empowered Eating Method, my signature program, we spend an entire module on this element where we talk about what body image is, how it became distorted, how to move along what I call the body image spectrum. And that's all the things in between body bullying and feeling empowered in your body. There's body tolerance, there's body appreciation, there's body neutrality, there's body respect, and then there's empowerment. So, so this is a much bigger conversation. <laughs> and again, this is why like in my program, we spend a whole module unpacking this and understanding that spectrum and how to move along it. But for today, what I want to do is unpack two ways to respond to the swimsuit re- resistance differently this year. I want to talk about why we should feel this resistance. And instead of just like stopping there, we should push through it and wear the swimsuit Anyways, you guys ready to unpack this? Okay, so number one, you feel discomfort in your body and you don't love it. You wish it were different. Okay, so we're all in agreement there, right? Most of us stop here and resign ourselves to hiding out and not putting the swimsuit on. But I want to ask you, what if instead, what if instead of just like stopping at the resistance, we shifted to that posture of curiosity? What if we welcomed the discomfort and we kind of, you know, you're in good company. Most women feel this, so you're not alone. So what if we welcomed that discomfort and asked it to teach us something? What could we learn from it? Like if we got really curious without judgment, what would this discomfort tell you? There's a reason you feel shame when you look at your body and you, if we can peel back those layers instead of resigning to them, there is so much opportunity for growth here, sister. It is a narrative that was planted in your mind by someone, and I want to know where that came from. Was it a specific person? Was it our culture? What led you to believe that you aren't worthy of wearing a swimsuit? Like, who the heck told you that? Is this message, and this is the big one, is this message something that you want to perpetuate and pass on to your daughters, your nieces, the next generation. Because when we stop and resign ourselves to just not wearing the swimsuit, we are affirming that narrative. We are saying that, yes, that's true. I'm not worthy of wearing the swimsuit. You know, my body doesn't deserve to participate in summer because of something somewhere someone told me. So I just want to get curious about that. Because here's what happens. When we start unpacking this narrative and we get to the root of it and we get to the understanding of where this thought came from, we start to like light a little fire in our soul and we start to like not want to perpetuate that narrative. So take Carrie, we're going to go back to Miss Carrie, for example. She had this thought implanted in her in about middle school. She had some boys that, you know, they were 
stupid middle school boys and they said some nasty things to her about her body because she was she was in her bitter, bigger body in middle school. And that stuck with her. They said something to the effect, I don't remember exactly what it was, but the message she received was that she was too big to wear a swimsuit, that she shouldn't be wearing a swimsuit because of her body size. And that's that stuck with her. Now, when we started unpacking it and I said, you know, these boys, like, tell me more about these boys. Are they people in your life that you want to dictate, you know, what's going on in your future and what you're doing with your life and how you interact with your kids? And she started to get angry. You know, she was mad at these boys. She's like, my gosh, these guys probably said those nasty words and never thought another thought about it. And I have carried it with me and allowed it to not only play over and over in my head, but I've allowed it to interfere with my values with what I love so dearly in this world. And that is like being there with my boys and playing with my boys. So it lit this fire in her soul. And suddenly she wanted to rewrite the narrative. And I loved to see that because here's the thing. Most of us have that narrative in our head. And if we get to the root of where it came from, we would never, never want to give those people that level of power to control what we do. So if we push past through that and investigate it, we can rewrite it. Okay, so that's the one side of the narrative. Now, there might be this other side of why you feel resistance to wearing a swimsuit. And some of it might be a little bit of like guilt or shame. And sometimes if we can lean into this again, there's a lot we can learn from it. Sometimes we feel that we aren't doing what we'd like to be doing with our body. And this is a hard conversation to have with ourselves because a lot of times we're doing the best we can in life. We've got jobs, we've got kids, we've got responsibilities, we've got dogs. Like there is so much going on in our life that we think we can't fit anymore in. And so we feel shame when we don't add, you know, that layer of health or taking care of our bodies. So sometimes the resistance is also this feeling of lack. Like I wish I could be doing more. And you know, if that's the case, If we switch from avoiding this feeling to actually feeling it, we can, again, learn from it. Maybe you feel uncomfortable in your body because you know or you wish you were taking care of it in a different way. And if that's the case, sister, you have the power to start making some changes. Life is overwhelming and there's a lot going on, but there are some incredible things that will go a long way. One of the first things I do when I work with women is adjust their protein intake, and this alone will absolutely change your life. (laughs) If you're eating less than the amount of targeted protein recommended and we up it to that, it is something that within literally like four days, you can feel a difference. You can feel that amino acid pool filling up and your muscles starting to turn on. And that is an incredible shift. So there are things that can be done that maybe don't involve such drastic changes or, you know, meal prepping and going in on the deeper side of things, we can tiptoe our way into it. And that alone can reduce some of those feelings of of hopelessness and soften some of the resistance we feel to wearing a swimsuit. Because when we start taking care of our body and we feel better about the choices we're making, guess what? We don't feel that guilt when we put on a swimsuit or that shame because we know we're doing the best we can. So all that to say, maybe there is work to do in your health department. Sister, that is okay. One, you're not alone. We all need to do work. And two, if you can come to a place of neutrality, then you will be able to open yourself up to some of the growth instead of avoid some of the growth that's making you feel resistance to that swimsuit. So this brings me to the second way to respond to the swimsuit resistance. So the first is like when we feel that resistance and discomfort, lean into it. What can we learn from it? 
The second is question this idea, and and I really mean this, challenge this idea of needing to look a certain way to wear a swimsuit, or shorts for that matter, because it's also short season. What standard are you using to permit you to wear the swimsuit with confidence? Like, what is this standard you have in your head that suddenly would allow you to cross the line that says, okay, now I can wear a swimsuit? It's like your body isn't swimsuit ready. Okay, whose is? (laughs) There are very few people that feel incredibly awesome when they put on the swimsuit. And again, if you're one of those, virtual high five to keep up the hard work because you are setting a different tone. But for those of you that struggle, like let's really think about what swimsuit ready actually means. The images we see on social media, I mean, you know this, but I just have to say them because we see the images and it triggers all this stuff in our head. They are either one, modified, or two, you're seeing an image of someone that has put a lot of effort and energy into what they look like. We have no idea what is going on behind the scenes for her to look the way she does. And this applies to what we see on social media. This applies to the woman you might be comparing yourself to in the gym. Like we have no idea. I mean, as for celebrities, we have to think of their situation. They have entire days devoted towards you know, caring for their body. They probably have more sleep than we do. Well, I know for a fact they get more sleep than I do. They have a private chef. They have menus prepared for them daily, not to mention access and ability to resource any and all medical spa procedures that are available on the market. And the truth is like that isn't us. I'm guessing that's not you. We don't have all of those luxuries. Furthermore, some of the ladies out there that are next to you, you don't know what their genetic history is. You don't know what they're actually doing to look the way they look. You don't know if they're happy. If there's one thing I've learned about working with women in so many different body sizes is that everybody's story is never what you would expect. You can literally tell nothing about a woman's relationship with food and her body by looking at her. I've worked with supermodels that are so freaking gorgeous. They make me like uncomfortable (laughs) when I talk to them and they may not like their body any more than the woman sitting next to them that is in a larger body. It truly comes down to a perspective of the heart and how we view our body. So I really want you to challenge this idea that you have to look a certain way and meet a certain standard to comfortably wear a swimsuit. So think of that standard you have in your head. Now, next time you go to Target or the grocery store, I want you to walk down the aisle and look around. How many of the women around you meet that standard you have in your head about what you need to look like to wear a swimsuit? How many of them? My guess is very few. And here's my second guess. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I bet most of the women that don't meet that standard around you, if they were walking around in swimsuits, you wouldn't even think twice about it. You'd be like, oh, hey, that's a cute suit. Oh, hey, good for her for rocking that. Like you would think nothing of it. The truth is we extend so much more grace and compassion and even compliment to the women around us than we do ourselves and our own body. And my question is why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Because here's the thing. When we decide to fight against that standard in our head and we wear the swimsuit anyways, even when we don't think we are living up to the standard and we don't feel totally confident, when we do this, it sends a very strong message to the world. It tells the other women around us that it's okay to not be perfect, that they are not alone. 
I say the same thing with shorts. Wearing shorts, even when you have cellulite, which by the way, again, over 95% of women have cellulite. When we wear the shorts anyway, we are telling the women of the world around us that it's okay to wear shorts even when we have cellulite, right? There's no earning shorts or a swimsuit. We're allowed to have normal bodies and wear these things. There is an even bolder message that is sent when we wear the swimsuit or wear the shorts anyways, and that is this idea of expansive beauty. That beauty is beyond looking good in a swimsuit or not having cellulite. Beauty is so much bigger than that. Beauty is participating in life. It's showing up and swimming with our kids and floating the river and laughing with our friends. It is wearing shorts, even though it's a million degrees outside, but we wear the shorts because it allows us to enjoy the moment more. It reminds me of this quote, which if you guys follow me on Instagram, I post this one a lot because I think we need to read it every single day. It's by F. Scott Fitzgerald. I'm going to read it to you guys. It says, she was beautiful for the way she thought. She was beautiful for the sparkle in her eye when she talked about something she loved. She was beautiful for her ability to make other people smile, even when she was sad. No, she wasn't beautiful for something as temporary as her looks. She was beautiful deep down to her soul. And, you know, that's the kind of beauty that I want to leave in this world. That's what I want to let my nieces and nephews know, that it's important to shine that kind of beauty. And sure, like I want to feel good in my body. And at the same time, I think beauty's bigger than that. And so I hope you guys join me. I hope you wear the swimsuit anyway. I hope you wear the shorts anyway. And if you're thinking like, okay, Jess, I like that definition too. I'm here with you, but I still feel a little like, eek. I don't know. (laughs) Here are some tactical tips to actually help you boost your confidence that have nothing to do with changing your body or cutting out carbs. (laughs) Number one, get a spray tan or use some self-tanner. Girl, there is nothing more powerful than getting ahead of that this summer and giving your skin some color. I know I sure feel a lot better when I've got some spray tan or some self-tanner on my legs. Number two, get a swimsuit that fits. Girl, my nipples are not in the same place as they used to be. (laughs) So you better believe me. This year, when one of my favorite swimsuit lines dropped a swimsuit top with a lift, I was like, yes, sign me up. (laughs) One pieces are in, t-shirts and long sleeve tops are in. There are so many cool cuts out there. Get yourself a new swimsuit that makes you feel good and compliments the body that you're in. There's tons of options. Get a new one. You deserve a new one. And number three is spend some time actually appreciating what you do like about your body. So often when we put on the swimsuit, we see all of the things we don't like and forget about the things we do like. And if we could just take a minute to, for every negative thing we said about our body, to actually say something nice about it or highlight something we do like about it, I think it would keep us in this place of neutrality about our body so that we can continue to take care of it. When the shame creeps in, that's when we start to get tripped up. But if we can balance the positive with the negative and actually stay focused on some of the things we like, it keeps us in this place of empowerment where we can continue to take care of our body. And if you want to feel a little bit better in your body, you want to feel a little bit more toned, okay, great. Let's talk about that. (laughs) I mean, that's what we do in Empowered Eating. We create customized fuel plans to help you continue to take better, better care of your body. But chances are, if you spend all the time in that swimsuit looking at the parts you don't like, you can't stay in a posture that is empowered and ready for change. You can't stay in a space where you can stay focused and do the things to take care of your body because you're just sitting there mentally beating it up. Okay, so, so much in here, so much. (laughs) Just to recap, we've got, you feel the swimsuit resistance. Number one, lean into this discomfort and see what we can learn from it. Number two, really question that standard you have in your head about what you need to look like to 
wear the swimsuit or wear the shorts, whatever it is, question that standard. And then do some tactical things to make you feel better this summer. Get a spray tan. Get swimsuits and new shorts that fit. And then look at some of the body parts that you do like and appreciate. Guys, summer really is a time that brings up a lot of our body image stuff if we have any of it left or it can expose some of the things we haven't been doing to take care of our bodies and make us want to or like spark a sense of urgency in us to take better care of our body. So I want to be here and cheer you on. This is why I'm so excited. I have a little something extra for you guys this week. I want to cheer you on extra as we go into the summer. So I am dropping three mini episodes at the end of this week. So make sure you stay tuned where we are going to step up our game for the summer. I'm calling it the three-day summer step-up challenge. In this three-day challenge, we will do three things. We will meet the healthiest version of you right now, just in time for summer. We're going to cover three secrets to your strongest summer ever and nail down nutrition hacks for expansive energy because we got some long summer days ahead and we need more energy. And, and, and we will be having an epic sale on the Empowered Eating Method. Friends, if you have not checked out the Empowered Eating Method, this is my brand new course. It's a 12-week program that will teach you how to eat intuitively and reach your goals without obsessing over food. All the details on this sale are going to be shared on the podcast on Thursday, so be sure you tune in. And in the meantime, if you're on the fence about it, Go check out my free workshop, How to Eat Intuitively and Hit Your Goals Without Obsessing Over Food, so you can get an idea of what empowered eating is, and it'll actually get you started. I cover the three mistakes people make that stop them from empowered eating and some tactical tips that you guys can take today to start your empowered eating journey. So do me a favor, head on over to JessBrownRD.com, and you'll see at the very top of the page, you can click on free workshop. Check that out, and I will see you guys back here on Thursday as I cheer you on for summer in our three days summer step up challenge. I cannot wait to feel your awesome until then have a fabulous day. Cheers and happy eating. Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute, encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at JessBrownRD.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.